Uh, Jason Wind, Athletic Director of District 186. Hey, thanks for taking the time. We do appreciate it. No problem, Jim. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Well, we wanted to get a little bit more insight into what's going to be happening. Our understanding is is that student-athletes can get back to uh, some level of workouts with their coaches starting tomorrow. Are we still on track for that? Yes, uh, we're, we're pushing towards tomorrow. In fact, that's what I'm working on right now, trying to make sure we've got all the, uh, the endpoints wrapped up with this, with uh, PPE and thermometers and all those things. Uh, but we are looking to have our athletes back in uh, – running and uh, weight room conditioning starting tomorrow. Well, I really do appreciate you taking the time because I know there's a lot of last-minute loose ends that have to be tied up here. So let's talk about that. How will PPE and thermometers and things, how will these be deployed? You're going to have to basically uh, check the temperature of every athlete when they arrive for a workout? That is correct. Uh, I just they put out some guidelines along with the National Federation of High School Sports uh, and they have uh, a checklist of five, uh, uh, four sets of symptoms, plus being around somebody who is COVID positive, and then a, and a temperature check as well uh, that uh, has to be met uh, at each uh, each time an athlete comes on to participate in one of our workouts. Uh, so it's going to be up to the coaching staff uh, and uh, trainers at each high school to take those temps and, and go through that checklist with each student athlete in their group of 10 in order to make sure that they are not COVID positive or, or have any symptoms of COVID. And you mentioned PPEs. Who's going to have to wear that? And how do you uh, do a, a workout if you're having to wear a mask or a face covering? So at this point in time, the way we've read the IHSA uh, descriptor is if the students have the social distancing in place of six feet and they can be out in an open field where they're away and they're running and doing those things, uh, they do not have to have the mask on at that point in time. Uh, so we're hoping to be able to utilize our fields and our outside areas more than uh, anything else in this. Uh, and that's one of the reasons we have not opened our gyms up at this point in time, because trying to have all those kids in a gym setting uh, becomes very difficult. Uh, in weight rooms, if they are in the weight room and they're within that six-feet social distance area, they're going to be asked to wear a mask, uh, just like they would going to a store or anywhere else. Uh, but hopefully uh, outside we can uh, we get them spread out enough where we do not have that, uh, that restriction of the mask. Uh, because we do know that when you're out there working out and running, that mask is just going to be another issue in terms of, that, uh, in terms of the health of the kids. Now, we understand that according to the IHSA guidelines, there are no sport-specific drills. This is, you said, conditioning, weights, that sort of thing. How does that differ from what we would ordinarily see in, in early June? Would we actually see team workouts like, say, getting ready for football season? What aren't you able to do that you would ordinarily be doing this time of year? Well, essentially, uh, the, the IHSA's contact days that start in June at most times, as soon as school out, the contact days start. And so all those contact days have been removed. And so when in June we're usually doing uh, some light uh, shoulder pad and helmet practices for football, and we're doing uh, basketball drill and skill, and we're doing all those things, you know, that are very sports-specific, what they are going to get is simply – they're going to be able to run, they're going to be able to condition, and they're going to be able to do light weights and lift light weights uh, without a spotter in place at this point in time. Uh, so we're not going to do the heavy weight lifting that's usually associated with a uh, summer workout and, and that type of uh, practice. 
Does does this put teams far behind, both in terms of skill, but also in terms of, of safety? If you can't do the usual types of conditioning that you're doing, the usual types of drills on, on uh, tackling and things like that, uh, is that going to pose a problem when we get closer to the regular season and, and teams are that, that much farther behind in their preparations? Well, I think what's going to have to happen, teams are going to have to adjust uh, for the safety of kids. And so I think that adjustment is going to be a combination. Um, they're going to have to take more time during the, the preseason of those sports uh, to condition kids and get kids ready to tackle, get kids ready for, for the actual physical part of the football game, uh, just as they would with volleyball or anything else. The hitting and those things, they're going to have to take more time. Um, in terms of uh, the conditioning aspect, the fact that they're going to be running and, and lifting weights uh, in a cardio aspect because it's going to be a lighter weight, uh, they should actually probably be in, uh, in better physical condition uh, than they were most times uh, when they were just running through practices in June. Uh, so I think there's going to be some drawback to not having the contact and not having the helmets on and all those things and not running uh, the, the drills that they would normally run. But I think there's some offset in that. As long as the kids are out there running, that's going to help their conditioning uh, and get them ready for the sport. Do you have any sense as to what happens at the end of the month, assuming we do move into phase four, where you could have groups of up to 50 people together? Will that change what's going to be allowed in terms of these workouts at that point? Sure. Uh, the IHSA and uh, ID, IADA, the Athletic Directors Association for Illinois, they actually held a uh, webinar yesterday uh, and discussed uh, not only the stage one uh, return to play but they also uh, started talking about stage two return to play. Uh, and with that stage two return to play, it's exactly what you said. If the governor's plan goes to a uh, uh, phase four in the regions, then the IHSA looks to go to a stage two in their planning. Uh, and it would, it would follow uh, what the National Federation of High Schools has put out there, as well as uh, the governor's plan, having 50 people in an area and, and doing those things. Um, so it does change, and, and so we're looking at this uh, the stage one return to play guideline. It's only as good as, as long as we're in phase three, and hopefully we move to phase four and we're able to adjust and do some other things. Um, and within that, uh, the hope is that if we go to a uh, stage two with the IHSA, that the specific uh, sport-related training might come back into play. Can you say yet what we're looking at for the fall in terms of football? Will we be playing games in front of fans? Will we play games with no fans in the stands? And has there been any discussion about other sports, including the spring sports that were suspended back in March? You know, uh, we had some conversation during the webinar about this, and really there there's no answers at this point in time. Um, the IHSA is waiting. Uh, they're waiting on a couple of things. They're, they're putting out a, a survey of schools in terms of uh, thoughts uh, about fall, thoughts about uh, the spring sports that have been canceled, a uh, wide array of, uh, of questions out there, just trying to get the opinion of the uh, their member high schools as to what's going on. Um, but in terms of their direction, of, of we're going to have uh, we're, at, we're going to have sports. We're not going to have sports. We're going to have fans. We're not going to have fans. We don't have any direction on that right now, and I think it's all related to where we are with the governor's uh, phase plan of uh, returning to normalcy. Um, You know, if we have athletics outside at this point in time, we'd be restricted to numbers, 
And so I think that's what we're looking at is kind of the guidance from the governor's office and IDPH as to where, where we're headed. Jason Wind, I know you got a lot to take care of. Again, we really appreciate you taking some time with us here this afternoon. Thanks, and keep us posted as how things are progressing. I will, Jim. Thank you for your time. I appreciate you having me on.